edition of BetQL Daily. The Joes and Aaron, you know, they're taking some well-deserved time off. I'm Jim Rodriguez. Mark James will be along with us, along with a cast of thousands. And, of course, it being Memorial Day, you know, we always want to just stop and remember why we, most of us, some of us have the day off or we're hanging out. Just remember why we're here for those who gave their, you know, made the ultimate sacrifice so we can hang around and drink beers by the pool and, and do some gambling. So just remember that on this Memorial Day Monday. Take a second for that. Meanwhile, we got three hours of the good stuff for you. Lots to talk about. Obviously, NBA finals are set between the Warriors and the Celtics. Crazy game seven that we had last night. I had the Heat and getting three, and then, my God, I had the over 199, and Max Struess, they all of a sudden disallowed that three-pointer, not even a two-pointer. said he stepped out of bounds. I don't know if you've seen the replays. I, I, he might have. He might have not. He was kind of over the line hovering, and, and that was actually a point of contention for Eric Spolster. Like, you know, they, they ended up disallowing the three-pointer, uh, much, much later. I mean, they, they, they didn't do it immediately. They didn't stop. They didn't go to Secaucus or wherever they, they, they do out in New Jersey. Anyway, I didn't cover last night, and the Celtics are on to another NBA Finals, and that opens up Thursday night in San Francisco with the Celtics and the Warriors, which is, I guess, what they wanted. So plenty to get to. We've got a Game 7 tonight in the NHL between the Rangers and the Hurricanes. We're going to talk about uh, MLB on this Memorial Day. Now that we've got this uh, first quarter post of the season. Memorial Day usually is a day when you start to sort of take, take stock of what kind of team you've got, uh, where you are. I'm a big Dodger guy. I'm here in Miami. The Marlins are kind of as usual spinning their wheels. So we'll break that down. We'll break down today's card, give you our lightning bets, our best picks. I've got a good one for you, as well as the awards, MVP, Cy Young, and we'll break into college football because you know what? It's never too early to get into college football. We'll break down the big power five win totals and, of course, some NFL stuff. We're going to go by division to say who's going to, you know, those win totals. So it'll be a fun three hours. So hopefully you're with us. And you can find us on twitch.tv backslash betql. We stream on the Odyssey app. And of course, betql is on Twitter. I'm a J Rod Show. If you want to hit me up, J Rod Show. That's where you can find me. And of course, Mark James will be with us. Paul Aspen's driving the bus. You know, David Dykstra's along. Brian Gers, all the good folks here at betql. But let's get into the meat about it. All right. Let's get into game one of the NBA Finals, which is Thursday night. And right now, the Celtics on the road, because we open up in Golden State, Celtics getting three and a half with an over-under of 211. And the money line, Celtics plus 140, and the Warriors minus 160 there. The bet that really jumped out at me, or the prop that really jumped out at me, is that the Warriors team total, 107 and a half. Seems a little low to me for the high-flying Golden State Warriors. I know the Celtics can break it down and get that defense and Marcus Smart and all those good stuff. But I tell you, I like 107 and a half. And let's go down to our buddy, my co-host here, Mark James. Mark, welcome to the show. Uh, I need you, man. It's three hours is a long time. I got my cafecito here in Miami, so I hope you got some too. 107 and a half for the total for the Warriors in game one. What say you, Mark James? Yeah, Jim. I, first and foremost, great to be with you. Are, are are the tears just streaming the streets of Miami right now in South Florida? Down <laughs> no in peppers. They didn't play peppers last night. 
No, they, they didn't, but uh, ultimately, you could just see all series long, especially at one point last night, I believe in the third quarter, the Celtics went up by 17 points, that they were clearly the better team. Now, yeah. um, in terms of the over-under you're talking about for game one on Thursday night? Yep, for the Warriors. Uh, the Warriors at 107 looks like a really good bet, however... Now, because they're at home, because you got when you're anytime you're looking at this team, you got five guys on the court that can score at any single time. But remember, this isn't the Dallas Mavericks who have nobody underneath. The Celtics, if you go down low, you're gonna have guys like the Time Lord, Rob Williams, Al Horford, Grant Williams, the Celtics defend, Marcus Smarts, the NBA defensive player of the year, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. Yeah. So they can they can guard you. So the Warriors have not faced a test like this all season long, but they've got the championship DNA ultimately. So I would say if I'm doing an early lean, it's it's a really early lean. I would say 107 looks pretty good. They're at home. They're well rested. They're obviously battle tested, and I expect yeah. them to come out. And I, I I don't you know if they were on the road in Boston, I'd be a little worried about that number. I think that's a pretty easy number at home. You're averaging about what 26 points a quarter, 27. And I think if I were to lean anywhere right now, I would take the dubs over the number. Yeah, it's, it's always an interesting thing. And listen, I understand the East Coast bias of the media. You know, even Kendrick Perkins went on his Twitter account and said, yeah, we're pushing the narrative that we want a Celtics Warriors NBA Finals. And that, you know, that kind of rubbed everybody the wrong way down here in Miami. But, you know, the Celtics are truly the better team and they proved it. And when you look, Mark, at what the Celtics did to get to the NBA Finals, I mean, they, they beat the Nets, they dethroned the champions. And then won three road games in Miami. Ultimately, if the Heat can look back and say, hey, what happened? They lost three home games in this series. So the Celtics more than deserving to get to another NBA Finals. Yeah, but you know what, too, Jim, is that the road team won five games in this series. So yep. the Celtics also lost two games on the court at TD Garden at North Station. So this wasn't just – it was – you got to see both sides of the coin. I felt that – there was one point, and I know you and I uh, had some action on last night's game, and I know it it kind of killed us a little bit. I had the the over one ninety seven. You had it a different number one ninety nine, and you, you you often wonder. I think everybody down in South Florida and, and Heat culture and Heat Nation will wonder what if Jimmy Butler did not pull the trigger on that three pointer when the when the Heat had a chance to go up. He had Al Horford. One-on-one, -on -one. if yeah. he takes it to the basket, he scores or gets fouled or both. He decides to pull for the tray. It bricks. Horford gets the rebound, and everything changes. Now, in terms of that number, which is really low, uh, 197 for a game seven, 199, depending on where you shop. Yeah. Uh, especially for me, who I had, the, I had the better line in terms of the over gym. There, if there was one more second on the clock, if you saw at the end when Al Horford grabbed that last rebound, Max Struess fouled him, but it was after the clock had expired. Had there been about, I don't know, maybe a one second more on the clock, Al Horford goes to the free throw line, I would have got the cover. But what are you going to do? Hey, I was happy because I had the Celtics plus 417 before the playoffs began, and it, I rode that. And then after they swept Brooklyn, I took them at plus 375 to win the NBA title. So I've got pretty good odds. I'm feeling good.
going into the series, and I think they got a really great chance to win this series. Yeah, and I'm still wondering why Max Struess's three was disallowed. Because then again, that would that would have covered for you, and that would have not a foul. He was out of bounds. Was he? He was hovering. I mean, did, did, did he, that heel actually touch yeah, he, the he line? Was, he, was out, he was definitely out of bounds. And I'm not just saying that just because because obviously you give me you give us that three, I win. You know what I mean? I win on right. the over. And, and you know what I mean? Like it's so I'm taking that. He was definitely out of bounds. Credit to the refs, you know, on that situation, getting it right. Uh obviously Scott Foster was was one of the referees and you know, there's always some controversy with him. They call him the extender. That's uh, right. It comes to series about, you know, getting a little bit longer. But ultimately, um, I thought I was a little disappointed. You know, Boston got outscored in the second half. I took the Celtics. The Celtics plus one in the second half last night. Right. They got outscored. So I felt like the Celtics did everything they could to almost give that away in the second half. But kudos to them. Every time the Heat got within – Three, two, as they that last night when Jimmy Butler got that ball and he could have gone one on one versus Al Horford and he pulls for the tray. Uh, the Celtics always had an answer, but they did not close that game out strong at all. But hey, you know what? Jason Tatum's the first ever Larry Bird Eastern Conference uh, Finals MVP. So and, and now they go on and they this is a seismic matchup. I mean, yeah. Celtics Warriors, and this is great. And, you know, and you're talking about and, – and let me just say this. Being born and raised in New England, um, I'm actually admittedly not a Celtics fan. I don't have anything against them. I'm just not. But th the Celtics are now – when you look at the city of Boston in New England and you look at uh, teams, they, they won 11 titles total in terms of the Patriots, Red Sox, Celtics, Bruins from 2001 through 2018 – but I'm telling you right now, if you survey the landscape of all four of those teams, the Celtics are the new Patriots in all of New England. They're the team that's going to be contending for titles, I think, for a nice little five-year window here. They're young. They've got veterans. They're battle-tested. The Patriots, uh, their number one receiver is Jacoby Myers. Uh, they drafted a guard in the first round out of Tennessee Chattanooga, a mm -hmm. Division I AA school. Uh, it pains me to say this is a lifelong Bruins fan. The Bruins are at a crossroads. I mean, Patrice Bergeron might retire. I don't know what's going on with them, and they need maybe a complete new transformation in a facelift uh, to get the. They can't get out of the second round, and and the Red Sox. Well, they're lucky that the Baltimore Orioles exist in the AL East because that's the only team keeping them out of last place right now. Even though they have won nine of their last twelve, so the Celtics really step up and give people in Boston and throughout New England. This is going to be the pride of New England for the next five years. They And they got Jason Tatum's locked up. Jalen Brown's locked up. Marcus Smart is for a little bit. Rob Williams is still on a rookie deal. So they've got the pieces, the nucleus. And I got to give credit, uh, Jim, to, to Ime Udoka because I think in his first year, this team was 17 and 19. That's what got me at. You gotta, people forget this is a rookie head coach. That's right. That's right. This is guy who was That's why I thought that he had the advantage because you had Spolstra and he was going to get out coached or something. He would lock it up, but he did an amazing job a getting to this point because you're because you're you're absolutely right. The Celtics were hemorrhaging in the regular season. They were they were seventeen and nineteen back in January. They were in eleventh place. I mean, they were even out of the 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 play like play in tournament between six through ten, and they turned it on and they got better. And the thing I like the most about Ime Udoka. It's just 
how his demeanor doesn't change. If you watch The Last Dance and you remember the whole thing of Michael Jordan and and um, versus the Pacers in Indiana when Reggie Miller hits a shot and the Pacers win a game at home, Larry Bird, his demeanor was stoic. And that's Ime Udoka. And you've seen it. He doesn't get to – he just the same way every time he keeps his team calm, cool, and under pressure. And I got to give – uh, you know, Wick Grosbeck, the, the majority owner of the Celtics, all the credit in the world, because I wasn't a big fan of Brad Stevens as a head coach. I think Brad Stevens as an executive is phenomenal. He's the one who brought back Horford. He brought back Daniel Tice. He acquired Derek White from San Antonio, who was familiar with Ime uh, Idoka, who was an assistant for Greg Popovich all those years down there with the Spurs. And they have got everything clicking. They They right now... Um, I feel like they're playing with house money. No one's picking them. But you know and I know, when you get to this point of the year, Jim, you have to win with defense. And we've seen at times, although Clay Thompson is one of the best, if not the best two-way player in the NBA, you've got Draymond Green, great defender. As a team, you've seen lapses where Golden State just doesn't play. I mean, Golden State was down by 55 in a game against Memphis in the semifinals. Mm. They lost 137 to 95. There are times they just don't play defense. Well, in the NBA, defense travels, and that defense will be traveling to the Chase Center in San Francisco this weekend and starting on Thursday night because the Celtics defense, uh, the Warriors are in for a battle, so they better be ready. It's going to be an amazing finals, and I think the big winner is ESPN and ABC because it's a, this is the matchup that I think is well, the yeah, better. That's, that's what they wanted. You got two big TV markets. Right. You've got you've got tradition. You've got you know the old guard in the Celtics, the new guard in the Warriors. Six finals in eight years. So let's break this down a little bit. The series, the NBA final series, Celtics plus one thirty to win it. Golden State minus one fifty to win. Not not bad. Not bad juice there. And of course, we mentioned Game One. Celtics getting three and a half. Uh, over-unders 2-11 in that game. I, I tell you what, I, I think the Warriors go out there, and I think the, I think they blow the doors off the Celtics. I think I think it's going to be a blowout, just like the rest of this postseason has been, and I think the Celtics will make that adjustment in Game 2. So you're saying just for Game 1, you like the Warriors Which, in Game 1? I like the Warriors. I think the Warriors win the series, and we can get into this a little bit further in, in the yeah. second segment. because I want to Yeah, and, and here's the thing, too. Was it three-and-a-half point? Um, favorite for game one. I, could, I obviously would lean towards the Warriors. They're at home. Yeah. They've been there before. The Celtics are coming off an emotional one. Even though they've got a few days, and, and I would imagine, I don't know their, their travel itinerary, I would hope that they would go right to San Francisco rather than going to Boston. And that, that's a lot of miles to go to back to Boston right. and then all the way to the West Coast. Go right to San Francisco, get settled in, get, you know, somewhat, get some rest in there today and tomorrow. And then start playing. But I, I like the Warriors in game one. No question about it. Absolutely. Listen, let's take a little break. I need some. I need to refresh my cafecito. We're going to delve deep into game one and talk a little college football when we come back. It's Mark and Jim. It's BetQL Daily. This is BetQL Daily. You can watch us live 24-7 on the BetQL Network right here on the Odyssey app. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily from BetQL.